0: Welcome to the Start Over Coder podcast. I am the Start Over Coder, and I'm taking you along on my quest, taking up a new career as a professional developer and pursuing financial independence. In today's podcast, I'll answer the question, how do you get help when you're stuck? So you're learning to code on your own. Maybe it's like me, where you're doing it after work, off hours... It can be pretty frustrating when you get stuck, when there's no one there to go to and ask for help. And, you know, just learning on your own in general can be a bit isolating. So, when these times happen, it's especially frustrating. And, you know, in an ideal world, you've got someone there in the next room or sitting over your shoulder who you can ask a question, and this magical person knows everything about what it is that you're trying to do, can put you in the right direction, and just get you unstuck pretty quickly. But unfortunately, That's not going to be the case all of the time and probably very little of the time. So today I'll be talking about some things that you can do to get yourself unstuck when you don't have this magical person sitting there next to you. So the first one is pretty obvious and that is to search online, you know, Google, YouTube, wherever you like to search. I would say start with very specific terms. So let's say you're working in JavaScript, working on a specific event handler, and it's not handling the event exactly how you want it to. I would say start searching with that specific event handler. And then if that doesn't turn up what you're looking for, then get more broad in your terms. So then start looking for event handlers in general or JavaScript in general or something to broaden out the question a bit. The good thing is with a lot of learning to code, People have done before what it is that you're trying to do quite a lot of the time. So it may take a few different ways of searching, but chances are you can probably find something similar, if not exactly what it is that you're looking to do. So that's number one search online. That probably can go without saying. The next option is to rubber duck it. And this is something that can feel a little bit silly, but it actually works. And so what it means is basically you take a rubber duck or any inanimate object really, And you speak out loud to it, walk through your code line by line, ask the questions that you have and just say it out loud, even if, you know, well, ideally probably no one else is going to be in the room there with you. And what this does is it's kind of like when you do talk to a person and you ask someone as you're asking the question, you might realize what it is that you need to do or what's going wrong and the rubber duck can kind of serve the purpose without actually having another person there with you. So, the key is, it really does need to be out loud. You know, no matter how silly you feel, just asking in your mind or going over it in your mind, at least in my experience, it doesn't have the same effect. So, yes, it feels silly, but it's worth trying. Now, this works when you have a pretty decent sense of what you're working on or, you know, a certain level of familiarity. But if you don't know what you don't know, This is not going to solve the problem, and this is where it comes to going to other people to try and get help, and there are a few places to do that as well. So my first recommendation is to join Slack communities. If you're unfamiliar with Slack, it's basically a chat platform that is very popular in the tech community. A lot of companies will use it internally so that people who are working together in that company on different projects or just, you know, working in the same department or across departments can all chat with each other online. It's basically like an evolved AOL instant messenger or ICQ or, you know, whatever we had back in the day. It's... Very similar. Now, the great thing about Slack is that there are public slacks too, not just, you know, inside a specific company. And within those slacks, there'll be different channels for different topics. So there'll be a general channel where everybody might just kind of hang out and chat. You can get help there. But then within each Slack community, there may be a Python channel or a JavaScript channel or a channel for a specific framework. So let's say you're learning Angular or React, you might find a channel specifically dedicated to that framework. So that is a really great place to go and ask for help, you know, from people who are familiar with the technology that you're using and are best poised to answer any questions that you might have. So some good public slacks that I'm a part of that I've found to be really helpful. One is the Code Newbie Slack. Code Newbie is a podcast and an online community that has an open Slack for people learning to code all over the world. Because it is code newbies, depend. You know, if you're working on something a little bit more advanced, you may not get help so quickly because there are lots of people there who are just learning. But if you are working on something that is quite general and something that people usually pick up kind of towards the beginning of learning to code, there are absolutely lots of people there who will be able to help. And I've found some help on there myself. Another one is Code Buddies, which is sort of similar. It's for people who are kind of learning to code and just wanna have an online community about it. And then a little bit more specific, it's a smaller community, but I've found some great people on there and gotten some good advice. It's called Career Change Coders. That one is great for people like me, maybe people like you, who are learning to code with the idea in mind to change jobs eventually. So it's a very dedicated and focused group. So how do you find these Slack communities? Well, for the ones that I've listed just now, I will include links to those in the show notes. You can make a request to join and it's pretty much automatic. You'll be let in and can sign up almost immediately. For others, you know, you may want to find a language-specific Slack group, which can be very helpful if you're learning JavaScript, for example. I would search online, look for meetup groups near you, and see if they have a Slack, or just search Slack, JavaScript, and your city name and see what comes up. It doesn't have to be near you, but maybe you might like the community that's nearby and, you know, maybe they'll have events as well where you can meet people. So that's a good place to start and how to find Slack groups. Another great place that I found to go and ask for help are the message boards on Free Code Camp. Free Code Camp is an online a tutorial website that teaches people to learn how to code. I've spoken about it in some previous episodes. It really is great. Um, go back to episode six if you want to hear a little bit more about Free Code Camp, but they have a really great message board that's very active. You've got very knowledgeable community and it's a very friendly group as well. So it's very approachable if you're newer and, you know, aren't sure about what it is that you're asking and, you know, don't want to be kind of reprimanded for the way that you ask your question or you've even for having the question, which can happen at times, but free code camp has a great message board. It is a little bit more focused on free code camp projects, which makes sense. You know, if you are working on a free code camp project, that absolutely is a great place to go and ask for help because the people there have worked on the exact project that you're working on and can probably give you some really fantastic advice. But if you're working on something that's not a part of the free code camp curriculum, you may also get help there as well. Now, if it is a little bit more broad and maybe something that's outside of the free CodeCamp curriculum altogether, and that's not a good place to go, there's definitely obviously Stack Overflow and Reddit, which are other great places to where people will post questions and answers, and you can get lots of information. Now it's definitely, both of these are not as friendly or approachable as the free CodeCamp message boards, in my opinion, and in my experience. But there is so much expertise out there, and especially with Stack Overflow, it really is kind of the place that even very, very professional developers will use to sort out questions and also answer questions from people in the community. So in these cases, I would definitely say to ask your questions well, if you want to get good answers and kind of don't want to be shot down for the way that you ask your question, which I have seen happen, unfortunately. That means searching thoroughly first, make sure that the answer's not already out there, and then really do take the time to read through the guidelines of that community. They'll tell you you know, how you should pose your question, how much code you should include as an example, and just give you general guidelines to help you help yourself when you're posting in these communities. And it definitely helps to provide as much context as you can. You know, I tried this, I tried this, this didn't work. This is what happened when I tried that. Provide detail, include your code, include any error messages that you get and really give as much information as possible. And that will help you get a good answer. Now with message boards, one thing that's not ideal is that it may take time for people to respond to you. And if you're working on something and you're a little bit frustrated and you want to get an answer now, there are other things that you may need to try. So another option that I would suggest is to start learning again. Review what you've already learned. So if you're learning whatever project it is that you're working on, if you've learned how to do it from a book, go back to that book and review the instructions that they gave. If you learned it from an online video course, go back and rewatch the videos that taught you that part of whatever it is that you're trying to do. When you go back and do this review, you may find that you missed something and it can just, you know, completely clear the way for you to get done what you need to get done. And then if that doesn't work, I would suggest learning the same thing in a different way. So let's say you learn how to do something from a book, go to YouTube and see if you can find videos on the same subject. Or if you watched a video series that's in a course and it taught you something go get a book and, you know, do the same thing. So try to learn it in a different way so that you can maybe get a second opinion or get a new perspective on how to do what it is that you're trying to do. The next thing I would suggest is to take a break, uh, an actual break, not just like five minutes where you go on Facebook, but like, you know, get up, get your mind off of it completely and just, you know, relieve the frustration, take a break. Maybe that's working on a different project. If you want to stay productive with your coding, just work on something completely different with different problems to solve and get your mind off of it. If it's late, especially, and you're frustrated, go to sleep. (laughs) Or even if it's not late, take a nap. You know, just clearing your mind, clearing your brain can do really great things. And then when you come back to it fresh, you might see something new or see something that you missed before or see something that you wrote that is causing the problem. So take a break, refresh your mind, and uh, see if that helps. The next thing I'll suggest does take a little bit of planning, but it is to join a group. So in episode 9, I talked quite a bit more about this. So go back and have a listen to that, how to find groups, what to do when you go to these groups. But that really can be a great way. So if there's a meetup in your area where you know there are going to be a lot of people who are coders, bring your question there. Or even if you don't have a question when you first join a group, make some friends there. Make some people, make some contacts of people who you can go to when you get stuck who might be able and willing to help you get unstuck. So joining a group, being a part of a local community, can really help when you don't know what else to do. You've got some people or at least one person that you can go to and ask for help, which can make things so much easier. And then last but not least, final suggestion of the day, you can pay for help. There are websites out there that will connect you with an experienced developer who can who you can post your question to, and then they will give you some suggestions, tell you what to do, and then you pay for it. The pricing from what I've seen is about a dollar a minute. So it's not an inexpensive option. It's not terribly expensive if you've got the cash to spend. But some sites that do this, you can check out Hack Hands or Code Mentor. I'm sure there are others as well. I'm not sure about currency support for these since I'm in the U.S. right now. Everything's just showing to me in dollars. But they may be able to do this from outside the U.S. as well. Or there may be other sites in different places that offer a similar service. So check that out. But I would really say that this is a last resort. You can get help for free. It may not be immediate, but... There are loads of people out there who can and will help when you're learning. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. I definitely understand how frustrating it can be from personal experience when you're learning how to code on your own and you get stuck. And to be honest, getting stuck without having anyone to go to, anyone to help you can be a reason why people stop learning to code. And, you know, that frustration just builds and then you're like, I give up. And I would just say that it is possible to get help. And so it's definitely worth taking the time to do that rather than quitting if you just build up the frustration so much. And not only is it worth doing, it can really help your progress move a lot faster if you get help rather than just spinning your wheels, trying to figure something out, doing what feels like banging your head against a wall over and over again if you really just don't know what you don't know. And the great thing about it, too, is that, you know, programmers are naturally problem solvers. I think that's a huge thing of why people are attracted to learning how to code. It's because you get to solve problems all day with what you're doing. So make an effort, go out there, ask for help and help yourself get unstuck. So have you ever gotten stuck and how did you get out of it? I'd really love to hear some other options if I've missed them here. You can leave a comment in the link that you can find in the show notes to this episode, or of course, you can always tweet me at StartOverCoder. And if you like what you hear and want to stay with me on this journey of learning to code, starting a new career, and pursuing financial independence, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can do it through your favorite podcast app or by visiting StartOverCoder.com slash subscribe. That's all for this time. Signing off.